It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda. A double shot of Catholicism and conversation to start your day off right. On the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Monday morning to you. It is June 5th, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully everyone had a wonderful weekend. It was beautiful. Yesterday was so nice. I was out watering the yard. Little breezy for us allergy sufferers when that wind kicks up. It makes it a little bit more challenging. Uh, Our son went to a friend's house on Saturday, and his friend has a blueberry farm. Oh, really? They've got some acreage. My son's face was about to blow up. His allergies were so crazy. His contacts, we were like, Christian, take your contacts out, put your glasses on. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. It's okay. I'm going to go to bed next day. Leave your glasses, your contacts out. Oh, no, it's fine. See? Yeah. He just... Yeah, it's tough. It's hard right now for allergy sufferers. I wear contacts and I don't wear them when I work. I just have my uh, lenses on, glasses, and I know exactly what he's talking about. It feels like you have rocks in your eyes sometimes if you're wearing contacts and you have really bad allergies. His... (laughs) It's not fun. It, it's it's not fun. And of yeah. course, for an active 18-year-old, wearing glasses yeah. is not the easiest thing. And uh, he he just, yeah, he had a hard time with it. But uh, yeah, but by the next day, by Sunday, he came to Mass and uh, things were, uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much on the mend. He was like, yeah, just the allergies. So Yeah, he was probably being out in the fields like that, just, mm-hmm. just getting that full dose of pollen. And I've said this before, once I get through June, I'm... It's pretty good. It's just this one area. For me, it's grass seed pollens. And so the grass seeds are pollinating right now. And that's the tough one. But once once I get through that, eh, fine. I'm good. That's fine. I like it. Fourth of July, and I'm usually pretty good to go at that. Well, good. I'm glad that's a short term thing, Lib. But I will say this though he did arrive in mass at Holy Redeemer in Vancouver. It was a packed crowd at church because uh, John's father. John Paul Tomasi was ordained for the Archdiocese of Seattle on Saturday. His first Mass that he said was Sunday morning at Holy Redeemer. Absolutely beautiful. That's the case here for the Archdiocese of Portland, too. They had their ordinations, and uh, somewhere around the Archdiocese, these young men uh, had their first Masses. That's awesome. That is an incredible opportunity to attend those. Yeah. So you saw that? Were you at that Mass? Yes, I was at that Mass. Incredible. There were priests from all over that came to celebrate with him. Uh, of course, his family was there in in strong force. It was a blessed time for them. Uh, seminarians who were at Mount Angel come to celebrate also with yeah. him. It just, I mean, there was no room on that That's altar. Great. There were so many people. So this wasn't the ordination mass. This was no. his first mass he got after. to say after. Yep. Yeah, I gotcha. It's great. And it was Holy Trinity Sunday, yeah. which, I mean, it was an absolutely perfect day for that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I wonder if you're nervous as 
as a new priest saying your first Mass? Are you nervous or are you just perfectly calm and it's just like, this is wonderful, it's so great to be up here on the altar saying Mass. I wonder what the feelings are. I don't know. I'll see if maybe we can do a follow-up interview or track down. I'd I'd love to talk to our newly ordained here in the Archdiocese of Portland, so uh, I'm going to track them down this week, David. I'm going to ask them that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of get their impressions. I'm I'm guessing, speculating, it's probably a little of both. You know, there's probably a few nerves, but at the same time, too, very joyful to be up there. I was it. able to see some pictures on the Archdiocese of Portland Facebook page. They posted a lot of pictures from the ordination mm-hmm. there. Talk about a full crowd at the cathedral, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And in fact, when I talked with the Father Peter Juliet from the vocations office, he said that. He said it's going to be a crowded event and it's a wonderful event. So you can actually see the live stream. It's still available, too. That was on Saturday. That correct? was on Saturday. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go, I've we, we look at them all the time. If you go to the uh, St. Mary's Cathedral website, they do have the uh, live streamed masses on there recorded from when they did them. So, yeah, that's cool. So great weekend all around. Yeah, very nice. What do you have coming up today? Well, this is a bizarre story, David. A security breach at the Vatican allowed a man to enter. He climbed onto the main altar at St. Peter's. Now, over the weekend, a penitential rite was held as required by law. I'll more on this very unusual story. Yeah, speaking of unusual stories, too, a small aircraft that entered the U.S. Capitol space yesterday, it may... Fighter jets had to go up there, and the plane eventually crashed. And so they're investigating that, but we'll have the details. Yeah, What a weekend. So let's get all caught up with it on today's show. We're going to start things now with Taylor Tripodi and Be Glorified. You are listening to David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
That is Taylor Tripodi and be glorified. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David, I'm running with you on this Monday morning, starting a new week. You ready to go? New I'm week? ready. All right. Well, we'll get her started today. Hey, coming up right after the forecast, we're going to hear from Monsignor O'Connor and Dina Marie on Church Alive. That's next. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Brother Cyril, a Benedictine monk at Mount Angel Abbey, for the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Catholic Charities of Oregon, answering Pope Francis' call to charity. Since 1933, Catholic Charities has been putting faith into action by serving the poorest and most vulnerable in our community. Services promote life and help families thrive. Catholic Charities program information at catholiccharitiesoregon.org. During June, Mater Dei Radio unites with Catholics around the world to start this summer by honoring the most sacred heart of Jesus. Grow closer to Christ during this special time through our three daily broadcast of the Holy Mass, the Sacred Mysteries of the Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and a wide variety of inspiring spiritual reflections. Mater Dei Radio is also honored to take your specific intentions to the most sacred heart of Jesus through our powerful prayer hotline. Share your personal requests with our dedicated prayer team right now by clicking the Pray button on the Hail Mary Media app and MaterDayRadio.com or call the prayer hotline directly, 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737 and let us pray for you throughout the month of June as we lead souls into the most sacred heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary at Mater Day Radio. And it is 713 at Mater Day Radio. Going to be sunny, a little breezy again today, high of 81. Do you notice how we had a little tree come down in the parking lot I did there? see that, yeah. yeah. It was pretty breezy up here, so uh, we're going to have to do a little cutting today, I have a feeling. Uh, tonight, clear again, low of 53. Tomorrow going to be hot, up to 93 degrees, Woo. projected high here in the Portland area. And then Wednesday, it'll cool down to 88. So it looks like the next couple of days is going to be kind of warm.
Currently, it is 56 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 55 degrees at St. Mary's Cathedral in Portland. Good morning. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd, with a Church Alive update from the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon on Mater Dei Radio. Well, as we enter the month of June, the month dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Catholic Church has much to celebrate, and the best place to find out what's happening in the Archdiocese of Portland is in the weekly Church Alive e-newsletter. It arrives in your inbox every Thursday. With me to update us on upcoming news and celebrations in June is Robin Moody. She serves as the manager for our Marketing and Communications Office for the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, and also Monsignor O'Connor joins us, Rector of St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception and Director of the Office of Divine Worship. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Dina Marie. And good morning, Monsignor. Good morning, Dina Marie. I wanted to get a chance to hear from both of you, one from the Communications Office and one from the Cathedral, to hear what's going on in this month of June. It's a busy month for the Archdiocese of Portland. We kick off the the month, really, with beautiful ordinations to the priesthood, and then we continue to go with celebrations. Robin, you've been working on this Church Alive newsletter for several months now, and this is really the way, this is the voice of the Archdiocese in print format to let people know what's happening, to share the story of our Catholic faith, and I'd love for you to give us a, a, just what's been going on with the Church Alive newsletter. Thanks, Dina Marie. We've been getting a tremendous positive feedback on the Church Alive, especially people are really enjoying the homilies that we've been sharing from our priests. So we are um, really excited that that's been received so well. And we're gearing up for a lot of exciting events that are coming to our archdiocese. We have the John Paul II Healing Center is hosting the Healing the Whole Person in November. And so we're going to be pushing out a lot more information about that in the Church Alive. And we've got Quovatus Days later this month in June for our young men discerning the priesthood. And then what we're really excited this week is Corpus Christi, the procession from Cathedral and um, the Celebrate Life Mass at the end of the month, celebrating the overturning of Roe versus Wade. There is a lot going on. And June is really a beautiful month. We have graduations. We have summertime. We have uh, the kids are out of school. And so family life really grows, I think, during this beautiful month of the Sacred Heart. Monsignor O'Connor, for you, being the rector at the cathedral, but also you serve with our Office of Divine Worship. Um, this is a bu- this has to be a very busy month for you, kicking off with the ordinations uh, that just happened the first weekend, and then Corpus Christi. What's your message to our listeners as we get into a month that really celebrates uh, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord, Sacred Heart, but the importance of our Catholic faith as we come into the summer season? The Second Vatican Council defined it well for us is that the Holy Eucharist is the central mystery of our faith. And it's a very important thing to remember. This is the Blessed Sacrament we're talking about, the most important sacrament, because it is the body and blood of our Lord. And so we celebrate this feast with great solemnity, but it's not just the day of Corpus Christi, it's throughout the year. I mean, we, we hopefully we 
come to Mass, receive Holy Communion reverently, but then go do other things, which is uh, a witness to our faith in the Eucharist, things like adoration, things like participating in these processions, which are public manifestations of our belief in the real presence. So these things are very important to us. So, And as you say, it's, it's a sort of busy month, but um, uh, all these things uh, for us to nourish our souls and then to make us think about some of the fundamental sort of uh, beliefs that we have as Catholics. Monsignor, give us a sense for having something like the procession celebrating Corpus Christi, but at our cathedral, at St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception, the Mother Church of the Archdiocese, the importance and the invitation for those who may not be a member of the parish, but to come on this special day of Corpus Christi to come and take part in this special solemnity. Yeah, the, there are many Corpus Christi processions will be going on throughout the Archdiocese, but some parishes are, are small and they, they won't have them, and they've already indicated that they will bring their parishioners to us at the cathedral. So, and as the mother church, it makes sense that, uh, you know, you can participate, anybody can participate and come. And usually the, the mass at 11 o'clock is sort of pretty full. And most people stay afterwards for the short procession now. We just go to Cooch Park, uh, which is, you know, 10, 15 minutes away. We pray the Holy Rosary. We come back to the church. We have benediction of the Blessed Sacrament, and then we depart. So it's, it's uh, not a great commitment. Uh, for people, but it is a very, um, very powerful witness, especially on the streets of Portland, you know, because as, as we all know, there are, there are some dark sides to the streets of Portland, but to take our Lord through the streets and witness to him and, and pray to him in the park in front of the Blessed Sacrament is a very important, powerful thing, I think. So, yeah, we invite everybody. All are welcome to come and join us in that, uh, come to Mass, the 11 o'clock Mass, and then afterwards we process to the park. And it's all, you know, very nice and uh, it's nicely done and it's very safe. The Knights of Columbus come in force to watch the streets for us to make sure we, that we're not in any traffic and uh, they're, they're watching out for us. So that's uh, it's very good, uh, good witness to our faith. I'm talking with Monsignor O'Connor, director of our Divine Worship Liturgy Office, as well as the rector of St. Mary's <clears throat> Cathedral. They'll host the Corpus Christi Mass on June 11th, and you're encouraged to come, if you can, to the 11 yeah, o'clock Mass absolutely. following this procession. And I just want you to unpack this a little bit, Monsignor, because, you know, me coming in as an adult to the Catholic Church as a convert, having a procession, carrying this canopy and all of this candles, that was a mystery to me. Mm -hmm. Why would you do something like that? But I look at it today and I think how beautiful. But why do we process and how long have Catholics been processing the Holy Eucharist out into the public square? Yeah, I, I think the popularity came with the, uh, you know, the Eucharistic miracles that took place in, say, like Bolsena and then Ovieto. So Ovieto to this day had a 13th century massive procession and then to this day it's still very big in fact when i was in the seminary we used to send a couple of hundred seminarians to ovieto which is about an hour and a bit outside of rome to participate in that procession which has been going for you know 800 years or something like this or 600 years so in europe uh, that started with a eucharistic miracle but then uh, it, it spread throughout the rest of Europe to uh, just normal parish churches doing these processions, which is basically a witness of our faith in the real presence. Now, oftentimes when these processions started, everybody in the village was Catholic. So mm -hmm. it wasn't a case of saying to the world, well, this is what we believe in. It was a case of we, we're just witnessing to ourselves, expressing our own belief. But nowadays, often, you know, we're, we're in non-Catholic environments. And it's amazing to see when, the, when we walk the streets of Portland and people, you know, just stop and they're, they're wondering what it is. And it's a great time of evangelization. I had people 
in the walk that have explained to someone what we're doing as Catholics. So, yeah, it's just a great public witness to our faith. And we've been doing it for centuries all over the world, and it continues to this day. It's a beautiful thing. Right. And I think you bring up a great point, Monsignor. It's a way for us to explain. You know, if we have non-Catholic family members, friends, and we're going to this Eucharistic uh, procession, we can talk about the real presence we believe. Jesus is truly present right here. And it's not just to the non-Catholics as well. It's to the Catholics. It's funny because at the cathedral, we've been um, pushing our, our adoration. We've been asking for people to sign up for adoration. And a lot of people have said, what's adoration? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I spent last, I think it was last weekend, just preaching about adoration, what it is, you know, and giving people the opportunity to come and spend some time in front of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. But, uh, yeah, so it's not just the non-Catholics. Sometimes some of our own people are not fully familiar with the teaching of the Church about the Blessed Sacrament. So important for us, and I want to encourage people to get the Church Alive newsletter. Robin, you were talking about the Church Alive. People can, it's a free uh, e-newsletter, comes out to your inbox every Thursday, and how do people get a hold of this? They can sign up by going to the Archdiocese website, and it's right there. There's a button where you can sign up for the Church Alive website, and then you'll be subscribed. Okay, archdpdx.org is the website. You just hop right in there, and then you can sign up. I've got a couple more questions because there's going to be a beautiful Mass later in the month of June. And, Monsignor, I want to have you talk more about that for Celebrate Life. But we are coming up to a break, so please stay with me, and then we'll continue our conversation in the next half hour. And it is 7.23 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on this Monday morning. This Monday evening, it is Living Stones with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and Ken Hellenius. Please join them. They have a wonderful show, Living Stones. That's 7.30. If you go to our website, go to the programming page, you can print out a full program schedule of all of our great programs we have throughout the week. That is at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Trains of thought. What a perfect phrase for the things that happen inside your head. You can't stop a train, but you can decide if you're going to get off or on. All too often, our trains of thought are negative. Call it evolution. I think the cavemen who got really upset when they were almost eaten by a saber-toothed tiger and they kept thinking about it all day... They were probably more likely to survive than the cavemen who were really good at smelling the flowers. But either way, when you find yourself on a negative thought train, do yourself a favor and just get off. You don't have to trust your strongest feelings and darkest ideas. Do you really think you're going to find the answer to your problems by exploring every car on that noisy train? You won't. Let it go by. Choose silence. We have a God who speaks in the whispering wind who leads us in the silence and who called himself the Prince of Peace. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. 
Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. Morning may have broken, but don't fret. David and Brenda can fix it. The Morning Blend, on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. It is 726 at Mater Day Radio and rules for new vehicle braking systems. We'll have that for you in the news. And a security breach at the Vatican allows a man to climb onto the altar, St. Peter's. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in news. Here is Village Lights with Here Is Our Alleluia. We are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Almighty, ever-living God, we've come to worship you. Almighty, ever-living God, our Father, Spirit, and the Son, we've come to honor you. Almighty, ever-living God, this
That is Village Lights, and here is our Alleluia. It's 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news this hour, in a shocking breach of security, a man took his clothes off and climbed onto the main altar at St. Peter's Basilica. Two days later, the Basilica's archpriest on Saturday held a penitential rite as required by canon law in cases where sacred places are desecrated. Vatican News reported that the unidentified man was a Polish national who approached the high altar on June 1st as the Basilica was about to close. He quickly undressed, climbed onto the altar. Now, photos posted online showed the words, Save Children of Ukraine, written in marker on his back. And the Vatican News report said, as officers of the Vatican security approached, the man did not resist, but cooperated as they led him to the police station inside the Vatican. After ascertaining his identity, the man was handed over to the Italian police, according to the Italy Holy See Treaty, and was issued an expulsion order and instructed to leave Italian territory. Cardinal Mauro Gambetti, the Basilica's archpriest, led the penitential rite held at noon Rome time on Saturday. Canons of the chapter of the Papal Basilica of St. Peter's and several members of the faithful also participated, according to Vatican News. Well, federal officials are investigating the crash of an unresponsive plane that flew near the U.S. Capitol region on Sunday, prompting military fighter jets to rush to intercept the aircraft before it went down in northern Virginia, leaving no survivors, according to authorities. Investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board are expected to arrive at the crash site today, where they will begin the process of documenting the scene and examining the aircraft, the agency said in a statement. Now, the civilian aircraft, which had four people on board, missed its destination by more than 300 miles before plunging to the ground in Virginia Sunday afternoon. The small plane took off from an airport in Elizabethton, Tennessee, and was headed for New York's Long Island, MacArthur Airport, according to the Federal Aviation Administration. Wow, that yeah. is so weird. It really is. I don't know. We'll find uh, out. Do small bo- uh, like airplane Cessnas like that, they probably don't even have like the black box kind of thing where we would look for airlines to have some type of communication, yeah. altitude, anything like that. Yeah, that's a good question. Obviously, they have to file a flight plan and do all those things. But yeah, we'll see what they find out. Well, Pope Francis prayed Sunday for the victims of a train crash in India that killed at least 275 people. He said, I am close to the injured and their families. May our Heavenly Father welcome the souls of the deceased into his kingdom, he said in his Angelus address on June 4th. Now, hundreds of people were injured in the crash in the Balasore district. This is India's worst rail crash in over two decades, according, according to Reuters. Now, the crash was caused by an error in a passenger train's electronic signaling system, which led it to change tracks and hit another train, which derailed. The two trains were carrying nearly 2,300 people in total when they collided. The Pope also sent a condolence telegram to India's Apostolic Nuncio, Archbishop Leopold Grinelli, the day after the accident. Well, big safety changes could be ahead for new vehicles. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is proposing rules 
that would require that new cars be equipped with automatic emergency braking that would also detect pedestrians walking in front of vehicles. Now, the proposed rules would require improvements to most AEB systems that are available today, including preventing crashes at speeds of up to 50 miles per hour or 62 miles per hour with some braking being applied by the driver. And pedestrian detection systems would need to demonstrate effectiveness in low light as well. Now, the Highway Safety Administration has projected that if the new rules are finalized, they could prevent about 360 deaths a year and prevent 24,000 injuries. An estimated 43,000 people in the United States were killed in traffic accidents last year. Wow. So we have some form of that system on our car. So as you get close to something, like if you're parking and there's a wall or something, it'll start to beep. And if you continue slowly, it'll eventually put the brakes okay. on. If you're going up slow to a car in front of you, that sort of thing. Now, this calls for even higher speeds. Right. So, uh, you know, obviously the technology would have to be figured out to do all of that. But that's what the new rules are looking at. Interesting. I'll, I'd, I'd love to see how this is going to work itself out because I see it, David, uh, on a daily basis, practically yeah. heading down I-5, people trying to get over. Yeah. And so they get up real close because they got to try to, you know, get in there tight. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going fast. And uh, uh, yeah, if they've got this system on there, that may not be able to allow them yeah. to uh, switch lanes like they think yeah. they can. Interesting. Well, a trial gets underway today at the federal courthouse in downtown Portland that will determine whether a voter pass initiative to regulate firearms in Oregon is lawful under the U.S. Constitution. Measure 114 bans future purchases of magazines that can carry more than 10 rounds of ammunition. It will also require those wishing to buy a firearm to get a permit first. Now, permits will require applicants to complete a safety class and federal background check. Now, Oregon voters passed the measure in November with just 50.6% of the vote. The law, which was supposed to go into effect in December, has been on hold pending complaints filed in state and federal court. The case is set to play out this week in the federal courthouse in Portland was originally four cases brought by several parties. The cases now have all been combined. The five-day trial is expected to wrap up Friday, though it could be weeks, not months, before the court issues a written opinion. And in sports, the University of Oregon has advanced to the Super Regionals of the NCAA College Baseball Playoffs. The Ducks defeated Xavier 11-2 in Nashville last night to move on to the Supers. So Oregon will face Oral Roberts, and since the Ducks are the higher-seeded team, They are likely to host at PK Park next weekend. That schedule will be finalized tomorrow. Now, Oregon State's still alive in the Baton Rouge Regional, but due to weather delays, Beavers had to play a doubleheader yesterday. So they lost to top seed LSU 6-5 in the first game, then came back to beat Sam Houston State 3-1 in a contest that didn't finish until after midnight this morning. What? So now OSU has to win another doubleheader today. Oh, my gosh. Against LSU uh. if they hope to advance to the Supers. So that first game gets underway at 11 
this morning. So they, I don't know what time they finished. It was after midnight last night. Get a little rest, come back to the ballpark to play today against LSU. And then if they win, play another game. So that's two doubleheaders. Weather just demolished oh, this region. Oh, man. Yeah, they had lightning, and it was just, it was a mess. Lots of calories and lots of yeah. energy drinks yeah. probably uh, being partaken by the team this morning. So in their first game yesterday, it got delayed. Because of because of weather. lightning, so they, they, after they started, then they had to wait again, and then go back and play, That's and tough. then play the second game. It was yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> I was about to start reading, and you scared me there, I'm David. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> One of the shortest but most potent prayers that we can pray is the traditional. Glory be. Yes. That's a perfect prayer for Trinity Sunday, which we just celebrated. Of course, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So what are we doing when we pray that prayer? Well, Catechism tells us that the glory of God consists in the realization of the manifestation and communication of God's goodness. So when we pray, glory be, we are claiming our experience of God's goodness so generously shared. Cardinal Raniero Cantalamesa points out that God's glory is nothing other than that of loving people gratuitously. At the same time, he reminds us that the basic sin is the refusal to glorify God. By refusing to glorify God, the human being becomes deprived of the glory of God. So we want to pray glory be fervently and frequently. Father Peter John Cameron from Alatea says, In praying glory be to the Father, we're glorifying God for loving us into existence. To glorify the Father is to proclaim that we are loved simply because we are his. By glory to be, uh, be to the Son, we mean, as the Byzantine liturgy sings, glory be to the active presence of your providence in our lives. O Christ, our King, through it, you have wrought salvation for all. And by glory be to the Holy Spirit, we are begging the third person of the Holy Trinity to come into our hearts and take possession of our very being. You know, it's interesting. You know what my biggest memory is of the glory be this is interesting how things you remember in your mind yes as a kid whenever we would go on a long road trip in the car driving Mm -hmm. we would always say before we take off really the the, the glory be yeah that's it yeah that's everything in that i love that it's time to find out what's going on in our catholic community And this Thursday at 1 o'clock, it begins, it runs until 1 o'clock on June 9th. It's 24 hours of adoration at St. Michael's Church in Portland. All are invited to participate in a 24-hour period of holy adoration in preparation for the Feast of Corpus Christi. Each hour will be prayed for a special intention. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And we continue with Church Alive right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. 
online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Father Tony Galati, in the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at matradeiradio.com or check the prayer section of the new Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His Church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 7.43 here at Mater Day Radio. Another full sunshine day. Temperatures warming up a bit. Highs today climbing into the low 80s today and more windy conditions yeah. this afternoon. Overnight, we cool down to the mid 50s, then more heat tomorrow heading up into the lower 90s. That's going to be warm. David, I looked at the forecast, no rain in sight. So right. I'm going to pray for a little bit at least before we get into these long summer months. Currently 52 degrees at St. Paul Church in Eugene. And it is 53 degrees at Our Lady of LeBang Catholic Church in Happy Valley. Good morning. I'm Dina Marie with our Church Alive update. I've been speaking with Robin Moody, Marketing and Communications Manager for the Archdiocese of Portland, and Monsignor O'Connor, Rector of St. Mary's Cathedral. We've been discussing some of the beautiful events happening in the Catholic Church during the month of June. Many of those events you're going to find out about on our Church Alive e-newsletter. It comes out from the Communications Office on a weekly basis every Thursday from Robin's desk, and that goes out to you a free e-newsletter. You simply need to go and register for that and subscribe at archdpdx.org. Been hearing about the beautiful Corpus Christi celebration that will be going on on the 11th of June, but also coming up is a tremendous opportunity for us to continue to pray for the efforts of life. As many of you know, last year in June, the U.S. Supreme Court reversed Roe versus Wade, declaring that the constitutional right to abortion, which was upheld since 1973, no longer exists. And that certainly is a pro-life victory for us. However, a new phase of pro-life ministry has been ignited to continue to be vigilant in our efforts to protect the rights of the vulnerable in our society, and we continue that. And that starts with our prayers as we look to the opportunity to celebrate the first anniversary of this reversal. The 11 o'clock Mass on Sunday, the 25th of June, will be a Celebrate Life Mass with Archbishop Alexander Sample, and a beautiful time for the community to come together in prayer. And I know, Robin, you've had an opportunity to share with me 
something personal that's really happened in your life because of the reversal. In fact, the blessing that you're here working for the Archdiocese of Portland is really a beautiful result of this reversal one year ago. Would you tell us a little bit about this personal connection to the pro-life story? Absolutely. The anniversary of the overturning of Roe versus Wade is very significant to me because it really, it changed the course of my career and certainly my life too. A year ago, I was a marketing director in a corporate job. And like many corporations at that time, they felt the need to speak out against the Supreme Court over the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. And there I was head of communications and I said, no, I wouldn't be involved in that. And that was a real turning point for me, realizing that what I was doing in my career was putting me in conflict with my faith. And I started looking for a job where I would not be conflicted and looking for a place where I could be part of a Catholic organization. And I was incredibly blessed. I had a lot of help along the way. Um, Monsignor O'Connor helped guide me to this job here at the Archdiocese. And I can tell you now, a year later, that if you dig in your heels and you say no to the world and you say yes to God, incredible things happen. Yeah, I think. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And we live in a state, and I tell you now, I move into Washington State. I told this to Archbishop uh, Sample a couple of weeks ago. When I drive across 205, there's a huge billboard that promotes that abortion is welcomed in the state Mm -hmm. of Oregon and that you're welcome here. And that just hurts my heart to see that every time I come from Washington into the state of Oregon, that we have a lot to do, Monsignor, in terms of promoting our faith and facing that in a culture that is all around us. Yes, I mean, you know, we definitely live in the sort of epicenter of a culture of death here. Um, And so that's why it's very important that we all understand Uh, what the church teaches about the issues of abortion, euthanasia, transgenderism, all this sort of stuff, and that we're we're confident uh, that we can express that to people um, and that we can can stick to, uh, you know, our guns on this, if you like. It's uh, it's very important that we understand what the church teaches on these issues. We cannot afford to be sloppy or imprecise with these things. We need to really understand. Because the the world out there is, yeah, it's, it's... dead against us. The Catholic Church is, is the last bastion of really any of this morality concerning these issues. And uh, to be a Catholic means to adhere to a certain set of beliefs and doctrines. And uh, our doctrines about uh, life and morality are very important. Um, we need to understand them and then we need to live them. Right. And I just think it's so encouraging, Robin, for you to share your story that, you know, standing strong in our faith, in the workplace, in our schools, wherever we are in the public place, we need to do that with love, with charity. Mm -hmm. But when we stand strong, the Lord will find the way. He will lead us through that closed door into an open door of peace and that what a great 
what a great thing for us that we have you here to be able to share the good news and to be able to use your talents and gifts to continue to proclaim God's gift. Monsignor, at St. Mary's Cathedral, there will be this special, the Mass is always at 11 o'clock on Sunday, yes, but yes. for June 25th, there'll be well, a special tone to celebrate life. Give us a sense of that. And why would we you know, make a special recognition and offer prayers this demands our prayers, I think, requires well, if, our prayers. Well, if you look at the whole pro-life movement over the years of, what, how many years? 50-odd 50 50. years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is something that uh, people have been praying for and working towards uh, for 50-odd years. And then it comes, and it's a great sign that their prayers are answered, that something like this would happen. Um, it's not over, of course, but, I mean, it's a significant step. And that's why we come on this one-year anniversary is to thank the Lord for giving us this, uh, you know, this, this, this result, if you like, uh, in the pro-life movement, which continues, and obviously, because we've got to do everything we can to, you know, to fight the, uh, the culture, which is, uh, you know, one of, of death specifically in this area. So, yeah, so that's we come before the Lord and thank him for this one-year anniversary and, you know, and, and thank all those people that uh, are involved in the pro-life movement, the people that have been doing this for all these years, the people who pray for this. And we come again to pray also that there will be an end to this plague, yeah. And prayer is where all of our efforts start, where we continue. And when we see a victory, small victories, big victories, it's all in Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, And the Mass is the greatest prayer Mm -hmm. that we can have as a community. And I think, Monsignor, just that we come together, we're going to be at all of our different churches on that Sunday, June 25th for Mass, but we can have a unified prayer in Thanksgiving for a building up of the culture Absolutely, of life, yeah. but mm. then we go forward. Uh, we go forward for more work. Robin, we're gonna have, I believe, before Mass begins, an opportunity to pray as a community there at the cathedral. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so Mass is at 11, and we're having a special Rosary for Life at 10.30 that will be led by Sarah Livingstone. She's the pro-life coordinator here at the Archdiocese. And I understand, because prayer is so important for us, that there is in the works, and I think Church Alive is where we're going to hear more about that or see more about that, uh, a particular prayer or novena that's coming out. Robin? Yes, we are releasing a very special novena written specifically for this one-year anniversary of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and it's called the Celebrate Life Novena. Well, I love it. And so for those of you who might not be able to physically get here to the cathedral on that June 25th, you can join in through the novena and through the prayer. So keep looking in your inbox on Thursday for that Church Alive update. If you don't already receive it, archdpdx.org is the website. You'll be able to scroll right down to the bottom of the page where you can sign up. It's free. Uh, You receive it on a weekly basis. And what we want people to do, and Robin, maybe our final message is just for people to share, whether it's a homily, whether it's an upcoming, I think of all the vacation Bible schools that are going to be going on, you know, at our parishes for the summertime. But how do they communicate with you if there's an upcoming event our parishes are hosting that they want to invite the larger community to participate in? Absolutely. They can email us at news at archdpdx.org, and we welcome all the news that's going on in the archdiocese. We'd love to know what's going on at your parish, and then we can share it in Church Alive. 
Okay, that again, archdpdx.org. And Monsignor, as you've mentioned, there's an Adoration Chapel at the cathedral for people who live or work downtown who would like to know more about that. How do they get a hold of the church? Well, the, the Adoration Chapel is uh, will be changing because of the move of the Basel Center. So, But right now we have Adoration in the main cathedral from 8 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening every Thursday. So that's accessible to anybody who's always welcome to come to that day of real adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. And we end with evening prayer at six o'clock. It's very nice. So And benediction. So everybody's welcome to come to that uh, day of adoration at the cathedral. Okay. Day of adoration at the cathedral on Thursdays. Would you come and pray? Pray for our priests. Pray for our bishops. Pray for the church and pray for life as we continue in this month of the Sacred Heart. And with that, I want to thank Robin for joining us today. Monsignor, would you please help us close with your prayer and blessing? Yes, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit upon these your faithful servants who listen to these words. May they be inspired to grow closer, ever closer, to your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, you too, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. And it is 7.54 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, wonderful events like that can be found all in one place. That's the community calendar right here at Mater Day Radio. There are things happening, well, all week long, and you can find great things to do there. If you go to our webpage under the Get Involved menu... <clears throat> You'll find that community calendar. You can also access the calendar on your Hail Mary media app. You can plug that in that smartphone into your car. There's an integrated map system going to help get you right to where you need to be. And if your ministry or parish is having a special event this summer, well, please let Mater Day Radio know and we'll get it on that community calendar. Again, you're going to find it at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Broadcasting the fullness of truth. This is Mater Day Radio. KBB in Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield. Translator K235BF Eugene. And streaming at materdayradio.com. What do the famous Batmobile, Love Bug, and Mystery Machine have in common? They were all given to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Well, not really, but they could have been, and you could do the same. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you no longer need, consider donating it to Mater Day Radio. It's quick and easy, and a likely tax deduction for you. And you'll be supporting uplifting Catholic radio programs. Information on our website at materdayradio.com. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. 7.57 at Mater Day Radio and changes for the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. We'll have that for you in the news. And another big milestone reach on the rebuilding, Notre Dame Cathedral. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in news right after Awaken the Saint.
Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Many saints were known for being meek and humble, but today's saint, Boniface, was bold, and he never gave up once he set his eyes on a goal. Boniface was born in 675 in northwestern Germany. He was only five years old when some monks visited his home, and he decided he wanted to become a monk himself. After a very successful education under the abbot of Nursling in Winchester, he became the director of the local school. He demonstrated great ability as a teacher, but he hadn't forgotten his original desire. He completed his studies for the priesthood and was ordained at 30 years old. His teaching skills could be applied just as readily in his new position as a priest, and Boniface was eager to make use of them. He decided to travel to Friesland, where there was an ongoing conversion effort. His abbot didn't want him to leave, but Boniface insisted. He felt called to go out and evangelize, and the abbot eventually gave him permission. His first attempts didn't go well. There was war in Frisia, which wasn't exactly the best situation to convert the populace. After a year, he returned home and was happily welcomed back by his brethren. They tried to pass the seat of abbot to Boniface after their previous abbot had died, but he didn't want to be tied down. He still had his mission in mind. He decided that he needed to prepare more thoroughly for his next visit to Frisia and went to Rome. He met with Pope Gregory II, who officially approved his mission and sent him on his way. Further emboldened by the Pope's support, Boniface was sent out again. He worked closely with St. Willibrord, who was the Bishop of Frisia, and began to make real progress. Willibrord was growing old though, and after three years, he wanted to make Boniface his successor. Once again, Boniface refused to be kept in one place. The Pope was so impressed by his zeal that he gave Boniface jurisdiction over much of Germany. With this authority, Boniface took the initiative and planned a decisive strike to chop down an oak tree that was sacred and pagan tradition. He announced that he would cut the tree ahead of time, so a large crowd gathered on the appointed day, expecting the gods to smite him. When he had only just begun to chop the tree, a powerful blast of wind knocked it down in an instant. Witnessing this, many people were astounded and began to convert. The conversion effort gained momentum, but Boniface wasn't about to rest on his laurels. He moved to Thuringia and expanded his efforts, introducing monks and nuns who could fan out and preach in more areas. The next Pope, Gregory III, authorized him to found bishoprics wherever he chose, and Boniface worked tirelessly to ensure stability for recent converts. He was over 70 years old when he returned to Frisia, where some were beginning to lapse back into paganism. It was there in 754 that he was attacked by a hostile mob, dying as a martyr. Like Boniface, we need a measure of boldness so that our faith doesn't become half-hearted. We must remember that we are God's hands so that all of our actions are carried out with thought, intent, and joy for His glory. St. Boniface, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. In your news this hour, each time that a Catholic makes the sign of the cross, it is a reminder that God is a communion of love, Pope Francis said on Sunday. Speaking on the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, the Pope highlighted how the simple gesture that Catholics are taught as children is a sign of the central mystery of Christian faith. Pope Francis invited the crowd gathered in St. Peter's Square to make the sign of the cross together. God is love, he said. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he gave his life for us so we make the sign of the cross, he said.
The Pope spoke on Trinity Sunday, a solemnity celebrated on the Sunday following Pentecost that dates back to before the 10th century. In his Angelus address, the Pope reflected on a conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus recorded in the Gospel of John. Pope Francis noted how Jesus revealed the heart of the mystery to him, saying that God loved humanity so much that he sent his son into the world. Pope Francis pointed out that one way to picture the Holy Trinity is to think of the image of a family gathered around the table where life is shared. But he said, it is not only an image, it is reality. The Oregon Shakespeare Festival in Ashland has named a new executive director, and he has his work cut out for him. company has announced that former tech executive Tyler Hokama has been appointed to lead the company on an interim basis and at the same time announced a new fundraising goal of over $7 million to complete its 2023 season. Now, according to a press release from the festival, Hokama spent nearly 10 years at Adobe, where he was responsible for mergers and acquisitions. He will be responsible for leading the festival's finances, which includes its Show Must Go On fundraising campaign that was launched earlier this year with an initial goal of $2.5 million. The company is now focusing on reaching its annual fundraising and ticket sales goals by the end of October. Well, the Vancouver Police Department is seeking the public's assistance with locating three high-risk missing persons. Bethany Schaefer is a 35-year-old white female, 5 foot 4, 125 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen driving a white 2014 Mazda. While having a mental health crisis that included suicidal ideations, Schaefer left her home in the vehicle and took her two children with her. The children are Jesse Sutton and Rachel Sutton. Jesse's 10-year-old and Rachel is 7, with brown hair and brown eyes both. It is unknown what either of the three were last wearing. If anyone has information about their whereabouts, they are asked to call 911. You know, I think I just read where that has been resolved. It has been. Yeah. I'll see if I can get an update on that. Thank you, David. You're, You're welcome. Well, it has been a growing city for the Southwest, in the Southwest for years, but now Arizona officials have announced the state will no longer grant certifications for new developments within the Phoenix area. What? Yeah, as groundwater rapidly disappears there. New studies show that the groundwater supporting the Phoenix area likely can't meet additional development demand in the coming century, according to officials speaking at a recent news conference. The study found that around 4% of the area's demand for groundwater cannot be met over the next 100 years under current conditions. State officials said the announcement would not impact developments that have already been approved. However, developers that are seeking to build new construction will have to demonstrate they can provide an assured water supply for 100 years using water from a source that is not local groundwater. Wow. Pretty interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Boy, uh, well, it, you know, Phoenix isn't exactly, uh, yeah, you know, desert. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It is a desert, but yeah. to kind of halt that mm-hmm. that growth could be, a, you know, yeah. difficult for yeah. an economy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, volunteers set up a car wash in Beaverton on Saturday to raise money for a boy that had been missing for 13 years. Kyron Horman was last seen at Skyline School in Northwest Portland on June 4th, 2010. He was in the second grade. On Friday, Horman's mother, Denise Young, met with Multnomah County Sheriff Nicole Morrissey O'Donnell at the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office as the case of her son's disappearance remains open. Young organized the weekend car wash in order to raise money for more searches and a private investigator. Law enforcement still does not have any answers to the disappearance of Kyron Horman. When he first went missing, the case led to the largest search and rescue operation in Oregon history. Young said she is now working with new Multnomah County Sheriff Nicole O'Donnell, whose husband Bob O'Donnell was the lead investigator after Kyron Harmon disappeared. Young said she has also met with the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office. Multnomah County Sheriff's Office said that the case remains open and active. Investigators are now using new software and digital forensics in hope of finding Harmon. And in sports, a big win for Miami last night in Denver as the Heat beat the Nuggets 111-108 to to tie the NBA Championship Series at one apiece. That now gives Miami the home court advantage as the series moved to the Heat's home court for Game 3 set for Wednesday evening at 5.30 on ABC. Just when you're ready to count the Heat out again, <laughs> here they come. <laughs> They're coming, I okay. Know. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Another NBA coaching news, former Portland Trailblazers head coach Terry Stotts has been hired by the Milwaukee Bucks as an assistant coach there, according to reports. And another Blazers head coach, Rick Adelman, was honored Sunday as the 18th recipient of the Chuck Daly Lifetime Achievement Award. Adelman led Portland to two NBA Finals. His son, David, actually is an assistant coach for the Denver Nuggets. What kind of struck me when I was reading this, I I was covering the Blazers back when Rick Adelman was the head coach, and he receives the Chuck Daly Lifetime Achievement Award. In one of the NBA Finals, the first NBA Finals, the Blazers played Mm -hmm. Detroit. Their head coach was Chuck Daly. Oh, it was, Yes, it was. So anyway. (laughs) Incredible. That's great. Well, the team that is responsible for rebuilding the roof of Notre Dame in Paris reached an important milestone. Working with hand tools and using the same methods as their 12th century artisan counterparts, the dedicated craftsmen have completed a dry run of assembling the timber frame at a workshop in the Loire Valley in western France. Now, the next steps will be to bring the materials to Paris so they may restore the roof of the French Monument Cathedral. Now, a report from the Associated Press notes that much of the work whittled the beams into shape was conducted with hand axes. While work would have gone much faster with modern power tools, Jean Jorlin, a retired French Army general who is overseeing the reconstruction, said that it was important to pay tribute to the past and recreate Notre Dame just as it was and by the same means. Not all of their methods, though, have reached back through history, however, as the team employs modern computer systems for design purposes. The precision offered by modern technologies will ensure that all of the pieces will fit together perfectly, as well as preventing mistakes that would waste materials. The computers are also helping them stay on track for 
the December 2024 opening. All right. It's about a year and a half, and it there will be done. That's great. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And on Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. is the Corpus Christi Mass at Holy Rosary Church. All are invited to attend a Dominican Rite Mass and solemn procession with the Holy Eucharist on the traditionally observed feast of Corpus Christi. Cantores and Ecclesia will sing. Wine and Trees reception will follow in Siena Hall. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Well, you've heard of the organization Stand Up Girl. Well, they have a fun fundraiser coming up. You're going to hear about it right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. No matter where your summer travels take you, Mater Dei Radio is always there. Our Hail Mary Media app is the perfect road trip companion. You're always a click away from a treasury of uplifting prayers, including live Liturgy of the Hours from the Benedictine monks at Mount Angel Abbey and a customized schedule of your own daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also features a stream of Mater Dei Radio's live broadcast and podcast of all our original shows and new programming not available on the radio. Plus, you can jump into all the exciting summertime activities on the interactive community calendar, the latest Catholic news, and much more. Join the thousands of listeners who are moving through the summer with the Hail Mary Media app. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or go to MaterDayRadio.com for all the details. Wherever you go this summer, you're never far from the Hail Mary Media app and Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 813 at Day Radio. Sunshine today could be a little breezy again like yesterday. Gusts up to possibly 28 miles per hour. 
High today, 81, low tonight, 53, then sunny. I'm going to say hot tomorrow, 93. I think that counts as hot. Yeah, that's hot, David. Yeah, and, you you yeah. can do that over 90 degrees. Just okay. go with hot that's, over 90. That's hot. Well, then Wednesday, warm, 88, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, currently it is a cool 56 degrees at St. Thomas Catholic Church in Camas. And 57 degrees at St. Joseph's Church in Salem. So are you a fan of baseball? Star Wars and fireworks. Well, I'd say who isn't. There's a great night coming up for the whole family to see it all and support vital pregnancy resources. Family Fun Fundraiser to help standupgirl.com is coming up and they provide new hope to women in crisis pregnancy. A portion of all the proceeds from the evening and donations going to help standupgirl.com and continue to fund their bright course free online training programs. Don Marie Perez is the executive director of Stand Up Girl and is joining us today. Good morning, Don. Thanks for joining us in studio today. Thank you, Brenda. I'm so excited to be here again. This sounds like a great evening and I want to know all of the details, but remind our listeners again the work that you do uh, for Stand Up Girl. So Stand Up Girl is essentially a online pregnancy resource center and we support women all over the world who are on the internet looking for help they might think they're pregnant or maybe they have pregnancy symptoms and when they search on the internet under certain keywords they find standupgirl.com and we were established in 2001 here in Oregon and the goal is really for us to be able to provide life-affirming resources to women in crisis and get them connected with a local life-affirming pregnancy resource center in their neighborhood we do this through our affiliation with Heartbeat International birthright pregnancy centers and care net centers and a girl will come to us looking for help and as we're communicating with her through either they can email us they can text counsel with us they also can chat with us online 24 7 and we ask them you know can you share your zip code let me get you some information on somebody right next to you that you can go and see to get some help and um you know we've been doing this for Many years and every year there's just wonderful stories that come back and we just had a story come back last month of two different women that we've helped reach out and what we did is we reached out to a pregnancy center in Tanzania. Both of the girls came to found Stand Up Girl. They needed help. We got them connected with a pregnancy center in Tanzania and both of the girls chose life for their babies and one of the moms accepted Christ as part of her walk with the pregnancy center. So not only are we um, trying to encourage them to choose life for their child, but also to really um, get that deep relationship with the Lord, um, teaching them that he is going to be alongside them wherever they go. And when they're feeling lonely and sometimes everyone else they think has turned their back on them, God is always there for them. And as their heavenly father, he's going to guide them and protect them. And so that's really, if you have to say, what's the ultimate goal? We want to save the baby, but we also want to save the mom by getting her into that relationship. Oh, for sure. The ultimate goal is, well, eternal life with our Lord in heaven. And Amen. every way that you can, you are there walking with women in crisis pregnancies around the world. 
And it is amazing. Started right here in Oregon. Dawn Marie Perez joining us today. She is the executive director of Stand Up Girl, helping women who find themselves in crisis pregnancies to find the help they need to support them and their babies. Dawn Marie, you started this, you said, in 2001. So for 22 years, Stand Up Girl has been working to provide for women it is incredible the number of women who are accessing StandUpGirl.com. Tell our listeners how many hits you are getting these days uh, on StandUp Girl. Well, um, you know, numbers can be mind-boggling to people and sometimes unbelievable. So I want to break it down to really just monthly what's going on right now at StandUp Girl. And we have a form on our website that's pregnancy symptoms. And girls can click on that form and go through what other symptoms to see if they possibly need to take a pregnancy test. And right now we're getting 8,600 submissions a month of the pregnancy symptom form on our site. And they're coming from 97 different countries around the world. And that's just on pregnancy symptoms. And then the girls can email us and we're getting over 80 emails a month of girls saying, I need some help. What do I do? Or they have questions. And those conversations have led into over 400 continued conversations during a month with girls that are coming to our site. And our chat line, which is 24-7, we have over 2,000 chats a month on the chat line, girls calling in, chatting, and then they also can text counsel with us. And we're getting over 90 of those a month. And that's just in a month. So if you put that into the spectrum of Santa Girl being around for the last 22 years, we have had 58 million girls come to the website. And some of them are guys too. Someone in crisis, someone who needs help. Maybe it's a mom or a grandma whose daughter is in that situation and they come to us and look for help. Or a couple of weeks ago, I had a boyfriend contact us and said, I think my girlfriend's pregnant. We're not sure what to do. Can you help us? And we just want to be there with our arms wide open and be we're non-judgmental. Doesn't matter what the situation you're in, even for that woman who maybe chose to have an abortion and now she's scared and she's struggling. We're there for you. We're going to be there for you. We want to love on you and provide them that hope in them that you know life can be different. Life isn't over. Life is not ended because of the situation. Yes, it might be a different path than you thought, but you know what? There are other paths and those paths can lead to greatness. And so on the website, the girls and and even the, the young men can find stories. We have thousands of stories that have been submitted to us from girls in the exact same situation as the ones who are coming to us each day. And they're sharing, you know, I was a senior in high school and I found out I was pregnant or I was in my second year of college and I I'm pregnant and now that's it. I can't finish college. What am I going to do? And we're there to say, you know what? This it's just a different path. That's it's it. not over. It hasn't your your goals don't have to change. You just have a different path that you're going to go on with those goals. And you know what? You can do it. And that's why we like the name Stand Up Girl. You can stand up, girl, and still do all the things that you dreamed of. But you know what? Now you're going to have this little one beside you that's going to love you no matter what. On your bad days and your good days, they're with you and they can go on that journey with you. And it's going to be amazing. So don't give up and don't give up hope. Don Marie Perez is joining us this morning as we talk a little bit about the incredible work that is happening with StandUpGirl.com. 
Don Marie, over the last years, I mean, we are COVID is in our rearview mirror, God willing, that that we don't have to go through that again. And well, there was a lot of activity that you had to keep up with during those COVID years and things did change a little bit. But now that we're through that, how have things kind of changed or or have they changed maybe to a pre-COVID comparison uh, to the girls who are coming in the situation and the help that they specifically are needing? Well, you know, what we're finding um, based on the stats coming into our website is 86% of our visitors are now on a mobile device. And that we were already getting, moving towards that Mm -hmm. before COVID. But since COVID, um, the statistics show that it's like 94% of all kids in our target zone, which is 12 to 24 year olds, all have access to a mobile device. So we are really concentrating on making sure that everything that we do is ready on a mobile device. Our website is mobile enabled. The girls can find the information just as easy as they could if that one time they were originally on a computer. Now they can be anywhere. And one of those options that we also have is we have a geolocator that runs on our website. Um, One of the things I wanna say is, you know, nowadays you get on a website and they have the little cookies things that come across the bottom. You're Mm, being tracked. right? Oh yeah. Okay, we do not use cookies on our site. We decided as a board that our allowing the girls to come to us and be anonymous is the beauty of us being able to help them. So if they can come and next month when they're on Amazon ordering something, pregnancy test ads are not showing up on their order form, you know, you you go look at a shoe on Google and next thing you know, you have shoe ads showing mm-hmm. up. So we have decided not to use um, cookies to track the girls. But what we are doing is we have a geolocator that shows for every visitor we get to the website, it shows us their longitude and latitude. And then any pregnancy center that is affiliating with us, if they are within a hundred mile radius of that girl's location, their direct link ad will show up on the homepage. So if you go to our homepage on Stand Up Girl, depending on where you are, you will see the list of the first three centers closest to your location. And so what we are doing is we're really vamping that up and we're on a quest right now to get every life-affirming pregnancy center in the world on that tool because it it allows that girl the opportunity if she's not comfortable sharing her story right now she just wants to find her own information she can go ahead and click and we have a click to call so they click on the phone number it'll call right from their phone to the center or they can click and go to the center's website and make an appointment if they want we're really trying to make everything we do hands-on for the user to get the help they need but if they want to talk to us we're also there oh that's in, meeting them where they are and how they access it is so vitally important. And that is some of how you can support Stand Up Girl at a wonderful upcoming event. Well, Don Marie, let's talk about that. But I am already coming up against my break. We've had such a great conversation, but this is a really important event coming up that I want to have more time to talk about. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in our next half hour? Absolutely. And it is 824 at Mater Day Radio. It's David and Brenda with you on The Morning Blend on this Monday morning. Hey, one of the ways you can support Mater Day Radio is through our vehicle donation program. So if you have an old car, a boat, truck, RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. 
Quick and easy, likely tax deduction for you as well. Just go to our website, matradayradio.com, for all the details or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio. Well, a tense moment above the U.S. Capitol yesterday. We'll have the details in the news. And a security breach at the Vatican allowed a man to climb onto the main altar St. Peter's. I have more on this bizarre story coming up in three minutes. Here is Tori Harris. Hearts Want Stone. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. I am dust, and dust I will be. And you will breathe life into me. And oh, 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 oh back to start and oh, 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 
Tori Harris and Hearts Once Stone. It's 8.30 at Matra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, in a shocking breach of security, a man took his clothes off and climbed onto the main altar, St. Peter's Basilica. Now, two days later, the Basilica's archpriest on Saturday held a penitential rite as required by canon law in cases where sacred places are desecrated. Vatican News reported that the unidentified man was a Polish national who approached the high altar on June 1st as the basilica was about to close. He quickly undressed and climbed onto the altar. Photos posted online showed the words Save Children of Ukraine written with marker on his back. The Vatican News report said as officers of the Vatican security approached the man, did not resist, but cooperated as they led him to the police station inside the Vatican. After ascertaining his identity, the man was handed over to the Italian police, according to the Italy Holy See Treaty. And it was issued an expulsion order and instructed the man to leave Italian territory. Cardinal Mauro Gambetti, the Basilica's archpriest, led the penitential rite held at noon Rome time Saturday. Canons of the chapter of the Papal Basilica of St. Peter's and several members of the faithful also participated. Well, federal officials are investigating the crash of an unresponsive plane that flew near the U.S. Capitol region on Sunday, prompting military fighter jets to rush to intercept the aircraft before it went down in northern Virginia, leaving no survivors, authorities said. Investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board are expected to arrive at the crash site today, where they will begin the process of documenting the scene and examining the aircraft. The civilian aircraft, which had four people on board, missed its destination by more than 300 miles before plunging to the ground in Virginia Sunday afternoon. The small plane took off from an airport in Elizabethton, Tennessee, and was headed for New York's Long Island MacArthur Airport, a statement from the Federal Aviation Administration said. So really a mystery. Wow. Nobody really knows what was up with the plane and why it flew into the Capitol airspace. And yeah, just so unusual. Be following that story Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, Pope Francis prayed Sunday for the victims of a train crash in India that killed at least 275 people. 
He said, I am close to the injured and their families. May our heavenly father welcome the souls of the deceased into his kingdom after his Angelus address on Sunday. Hundreds of people were injured in the crash in the Balasore district, India's worst rail crash in over two decades, according to Reuters. Now, the crash was caused by an error in a passenger train's electronic signaling system, which led it to change tracks and hit another train, which derailed. The two trains were carrying nearly 2,300 people in total when they collided. The Pope also sent a condolence telegram to India's Apostolic Nuncio the day after the accident. Well, big safety changes could be ahead for new vehicles. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is proposing rules that would require that new cars be equipped with automatic emergency braking that would also detect pedestrians walking in front of vehicles. The proposed rules would require improvement to most AEB systems that are available today, including preventing crashes at speeds of up to 50 miles per hour or 62 miles per hour with some braking being applied by the driver. And pedestrian detection systems would need to demonstrate effectiveness in low light as well. The Highway Safety Administration has projected that if the new rules are finalized, they could prevent about 360 deaths a year and prevent 24,000 injuries. An estimated 43,000 people in the United States were killed in traffic accidents last year. A trial gets underway today at the federal courthouse in downtown Portland that will determine whether a voter pass initiative to regulate firearms in Oregon is a lawful under the U.S. Constitution. Measure 114 bans future purchases of magazines that can carry more than 10 rounds of ammunition. It also requires those wishing to buy a firearm to get a permit first. Permits will require applicants to complete a safety class and a federal background check. The Oregon voters passed the measure in November with just 50.6% of the vote. The law, which was supposed to go into effect in December, has been on hold pending complaints filed in state and federal court. The case set to play out this week in federal courthouse in Portland was originally four cases brought by several parties. The cases have now all been combined. The five-day trial is expected to wrap up Friday, though it could be weeks, not months, before the court issues a written opinion. And in sports, the University of Oregon has advanced to the Super Regionals of the NCAA College Baseball Playoffs. The Ducks defeated Xavier 11-2 in Nashville, the regional, last night to move on to the Supers. So Oregon will face Oral Roberts, and since the Ducks are the higher-seeded team, they are likely to host at PK Park this coming weekend. Schedule will be finalized tomorrow. So Oregon State is still alive in the Baton Rouge Regional. Due to weather delays, though, the Beavers had to play a doubleheader yesterday. They lost to top seed LSU 6-5 in the first game, then came back to beat Sam Houston State 3-1 in a contest that didn't finish until after midnight this morning. So OSU will have to win another doubleheader today against LSU if they hope to advance to the Supers. That first game gets underway at 11 this morning. Uh, I would say the odds are long for Oregon State to beat LSU twice today. Uh, Just 
simply because LSU's really good and it's on their own field. And Oregon State's pitching has been depleted and they're out two pitchers anyway as it is. But that's why you play the games. That's it? Yep. All so right. We'll see well, what they can do what they can do. Mm-hmm. One of the shortest but most potent prayers we can pray is the traditional glory be. Of course, it is glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So what are we doing when we pray that prayer? Well, the catechism tells us that the glory of God consists in the realization of the manifestation and communication of God's goodness. So when we pray, glory be, we are acclaiming our experience of God's goodness so generously shared. Cardinal Renero Cantalamesa points out that God's glory is nothing other than that of loving people. At the same time, he reminds us that the basic sin is the refusal to glorify God. By refusing to glorify God, the human being becomes deprived of the glory of God. So we want to pray glory be fervently and frequently. Father Peter John Cameron from Alatea says in praying glory be to the father, we are glorifying God for loving us into existence to glorify. The father is to proclaim that we are loved simply because we are his by glory be to the son. We mean as the Byzantine liturgy says, glory be to the active presence of your providence in our lives. O Christ, our King through it, you have wrought salvation for all. And by glory to the Holy spirit, we are begging the third person of the Holy Trinity to become into our hearts and take possession of our very being. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And this Friday, beginning at 8.30 and running until 3 o'clock, is a day retreat at Our Lady of Peace Retreat House in Beaverton. Our Lady of Peace Retreat invites all for an early summer day retreat on the theme, The Spirituality of St. Faustina and the Mysteries of the Holy Angels. The retreat master will be Father Peter Prusowski. And that $40 per person includes a very lovely lunch. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And we'll have more from Stand Up Girl right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Hi, this is Tim Staples, Senior Apologist with Catholic Answers and an adult convert to the Catholic faith, inviting Mater Day radio listeners to join me for the 50th Annual Summer Institute in Catholic Teaching at Our Lady of Peace Retreat Center. As one of this year's speakers, I'm going to discuss some of the whys behind our Catholic faith, such as why be Catholic? How is man saved? I'll talk about Luther's most important question and what's all the fuss about Mary and more. I'll be there, and I hope you will too. 
Join Tim Staples, the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, Father Theodore Lang, and Bishop Peter Smith during this life-changing spiritual and educational retreat, July 10th through the 14th at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. For all the details and how to register, visit olpretreat.org. That's olpretreat.org. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 8.43 at Mater Dei Radio. Sunny skies today. Some breeze out there. Could be gusts up to 28 miles per hour. Low tonight, 53. Sunny again for Tuesday. A high. Going to be hot. 93. Woo, all right. Well, it is 58 degrees at Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 61 degrees at St. John the Apostle in Oregon City. And I am back with Don Marie Perez. She is the executive director for StandUpGirl.org and Stand Up Girl Foundation. It is a wonderful organization that is helping women and some men who are finding themselves in crisis pregnancy situations. And well, they walk with them and help them in every way possible. Don Marie is joining us today because. Well, she's asking the whole community to join in on a great event to help support them. Don Marie, thank you so much for staying with me today. Sure, I'm excited to share the information. Well, as I said in our first half hour, who doesn't love Star Wars, fireworks, and a great baseball game? It's a summer family fun event. Tell our listeners about it. Well, we are working with um, the Hops baseball team and we have secured a block of seats right behind the first base dugout at the game on June 23rd at 7.05. And the special thing about the event is that the Hops are donating um, the proceeds from the tickets back to Stand Up Girl. And so when you reserving your tickets, the funds are going back to help us be able to provide our services. And um, if you've never seen a fireworks display at the Hillsborough Stadium. You've really missed out because they do a fantastic job after the game. They shoot them right out over the field and everybody has a great seat. So the night is really just a fun event. Come with your friends. You reserve your tickets and um, watch the game. And the Star Wars characters are going to be there. So whoever loves Star Wars, you get to walk around and meet all the Star Wars characters and take some pictures, which the kids all love. And um, usually out in the outfield in the um, grass lawn seats, they usually have inflatables out there for the kids to go play, you know, because kids sometimes can't make it through that long nine inning game. And so they have a way for them to burn some energy. And uh, we're just really blessed that the hops are partnering with us um, to do this event and help us raise more funds. Because as we talked about earlier, since COVID, we have only had two in-person events since COVID and 
we have just found that, you know, the world is changing a little bit and um, some people are comfortable still coming to big events and some people aren't. And so we're trying Mm -hmm. to offer different opportunities for our partners and people support us to come together, have a great time on a summer night and enjoy some local entertainment. Well, that night is coming up again on June 23rd, 7.05. It is a night at the ballpark. You could not have made this easier for people. They just got to buy tickets and go to a game Absolutely. and support live. Don Marie, some of the funds that are you are raising for this is going to be helping the Bright Course online training programs. Tell our listeners what that is. So this is an amazing um, set of online courses that run the gamut from hey, I think I'm pregnant and I don't know how to tell my parents, all the way through, hi, my kid's two and um, this is my strong-willed child, what do I do? Hundreds of courses and they were designed by Heritage House, um, which is a large pro-life organization. If you've ever seen people with the little um, feet pins on, Heritage House was Mm -hmm. the producer of those feet pins and so they now have this whole set of, online materials and so a girl can come to us and request a class we can text the link to her or we can send it to her via email she goes online takes the 20 25 minute course we can provide her with a certificate and and a lot of the pregnancy centers will honor those certificates for the girls to get what they call baby bucks and so they show their certificate and the pregnancy center says well you've earned five baby bucks you can come into our store and you can buy stuff for your baby with the baby bucks and the, the wonderful thing about the, the materials is they're very up-to-date. Um, Brandon, who's created them, is just, you know, he goes out and he's using kids nowadays, the way they dress, the way they talk, and they are the actors and actresses in these um, short classes. And we have been providing them for the last few years on the site. We want to continue that. And then we also want to offer them all in Spanish. Um, one of our big things that we've done this year is we are partnering with Red Latino Americano, which is 197 pregnancy centers, excuse me, 177 pregnancy centers in the Latin America region. And so they have, we have taken all of Stand Up Girls materials and translated them into, we already had them in Spanish, now also in Portuguese, and they are handing them out in their communities. And so as those girls are coming to Stand Up Girl, we want to be able to offer those courses also in Spanish so they can take them, they can get the resources they need, they can figure out how to change a diaper or you know how do you chase the temperature on the bottle. The courses are are just amazing all the way really from personal support to now I'm a parent, now what I, what happens when I go to the hospital, all the way through, you know what, I, I unfortunately chose an abortion and now I need support and I need some abortion recovery and, and, and some guidance on what do I do, how do I grieve through that? Or maybe someone had a miscarriage and they have classes on how do you grieve through that and, and move on. And so that's what we're trying to raise the funding for. Well, it is incredible. So for every woman who, who just needs that help, it's incredible to have Stand Up Girl there to to just walk with them along the way. Remind again our listeners about the Summer Family Fun event, where they can go to get tickets and find out all the information. Yes, yeah, so you can go to the StandUpGirlFoundation.org website and there is an events link at the top of the page. 
That will connect you right with the ticket ordering. You order them online. They send you the tickets via email and then you just show up at the night with the tickets. And if you are in the position where you would like to make another donation to Stand Up Girl, you can also do that on that same form if you'd like to make an additional donation to help us with the cause. We had um, 96 tickets available um, for our block. And so I think we're down to half of those are gone already. Wow. So get your tickets fast. And um, it should be a great night on June 23rd at 7.05 at the Hillsborough Hop Stadium. Fantastic. And then Don Marie, before we go, tell our listeners again, perhaps somebody is listening this morning that is in need of help, that Stand Up Girl might be able to help them. How do they find and connect with, you know, one of your counselors, one of your resources or online courses? So um, if you are somebody out there who just really needs to talk to someone, go to standupgirl.com. So we have a foundation site and we have a client site at standupgirl.com. You will find stories, videos, a way to contact us through email, our text counseling number, our chat link. And we're here to help you 24-7. So don't wait. Don't hesitate. We're there for you if you need us. Oh, fantastic. Well, Don Marie, thank you for all that you do for your pro-life ministry for StandUpGirl.com and the foundation. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. We're just so blessed that you allow us to come and share. Thank you. And again, that is Don Marie Perez. Now, again, that Star Wars evening that will be supporting Stand Up Girl coming up on June 23rd. I will be sure to add all the information where you can get right to their events page, purchase tickets for yourself, and also ways to get to Stand Up Girl and see the different resources that they have available. You're going to find those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com. You can also access it on our app. Hail Mary Media. And it is 851 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the morning blend. Well, have you downloaded that free Hail Mary Media app? It is loaded with information that you want to have at the just touch of your fingertips, right? Just right there on your little phone. You can access our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. You can tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio. You can sign up for customized prayer reminders. You can even listen to the many podcasts that we have here at Mater Day Radio. Again, this is a free app for you. I think last word, we had about uh, over 2,200 folks yes. have downloaded the free Hail Mary mm-hmm. Media app. So you can too. It's very easy. Just go to our website. It's right there on the main page. You can click on it, get all the instructions. It's Mater Day Radio's Hail Mary Media app on our website at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. 
to you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Visual set designer Philip Metchen has a unique job in the movies. He designs sets for animated films such as Pixar's The Incredibles 2. In a recent interview with Catholic World Report, Metchen explained his love of nature and how he takes inspiration from the divine when creating the highly detailed world of a Pixar film. He said, I feel like whenever I'm using real-world environments as inspiration, I'm using God as inspiration. Mechin is a Catholic and brings his faith into his work. He also wants his work to reflect the beauty of the world and of the human experience. He concluded, As an artist, you feel a responsibility that these things you create will be positive and enlightening. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a double shot to start the day on Mater Day Radio. And it is 855 at Mater Day Radio. Sunshine, a little breezy out there today. Could see wind gusts up to 28 miles per hour, high of 81 degrees. Clear and breezy overnight tonight, low of 53. Then sunny and just downright hot tomorrow, 93 degrees, your projected high. It's currently 59 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is I Am They... No, impossible with you. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Right now I'm staring down a giant. Right now I can't see past my pain.
That is I Am They and No Impossible With You. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. That's going to wrap it up for the morning blend on this Monday morning. You know, I forgot to ask you. What's that? Did you grill with your new grill this (gasps) weekend? 50-50 possibility. All right. No, we did not. You did not. I just, isn't that bizarre? It is. We're going to do it. Okay. We're going to do it. I just, I'll let you know when. I, I thought for sure. There were <laughs> burgers on the menu this weekend. <laughs> there were supposed to be. They're still in the freezer, too. That is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. It is Monday. That means Living Stones this evening at 730. Great programming all the way till then. Have a blessed day.